Today, I'm dropping my top three option plays to get you ready for the Monday morning opening bell. Last week, we went two for three, so make sure you subscribe to the channel if you don't want to miss all the great plays I'm putting out in the future, because this week, I think it's going to be a three for three setup, and I cannot wait. Let's get right into it. At the end of the day, we got to go over to the past plays because if you're not learning from it, if you're just trading with no plan, you're not really figuring out what went right or wrong, you're really just gambling. And I don't want to encourage gambling. So don't get on this channel if you're a gambler. But if you are someone who wants to get better in the markets, like this video because I really want to see those thumbs up today. Let's go over the plays with net being the first one. This one was a massive, clean, print and I hope you know why because the growth sector is insanely blowing up capitulated to the highest degree last week and a lot of people made massive amounts of money and I say that because this sector was very quiet for basically 18 months and now we're finally getting huge movements so this is just one stock that moved kind of 30-ish percent, nothing crazy, but inside our trading group, we were looking at AI, which printed like over 100% in the past 14 days. So net looks very small compared to that. Some of the other plays out there went wild. But nets, all I said last week was if we hit 60, we get 100%. What do we do? We hit 65, so over 100% for everyone that watched. Why did this work? Well, we had a trend line breakout. We held the trend line for multiple days, a couple inside candles, and a breakout candle right here on Wednesday. So Wednesday printed higher, and then Thursday gap up again to the highest degree after the Fed talked. So the Fed raised the rates yet again, and market finally makes that big move that it was waiting to do. So the Fed kind of moved everything in crazy ways up and down. Another play, not a huge win, but I'll call it a win because we had fresh here. We had this thing at 16.50. I think I put this out on Friday for everyone. And then we went to 17.50. So it doesn't seem like much compared to the other charts, but I think we're forgetting 5%. It's a very small stock. It's less than $20 and it moved $1. So it's over 5%, honestly. So if you multiply that by 10, which is kind of what you could make with an option, that's like 50% return. For me personally, I make 30, 50, and 100% on my positions as I scale out. So I'm never waiting to hold the bag till 300, 500%, 1,000%. If I can make 20%, that's incredible to me. And then play right here for the last one, which unfortunately did not work out. I'm not going to pretend like this was a, a play that can work out in the future. This is a clean loss, mainly because we were at the 50-50 line. I gave you a play that was sitting at a key level. So basically that key level we call the 50-50 line. If it goes higher or lower, we don't really know, but we have to have a bias and kind of get ready for that bias to play out. My bias was wrong. We did not go higher. We actually did not hold this supply demand zone at all. We went right through it on Monday. So the 50-50 line would be this trend line, would be the supply zone, and we sat on it, didn't hold. So what I'm seeing right now is value dividend stocks not running. We see growth stocks, all those tech stocks running massively. So there's just a miss shift in momentum here in, in, in different sectors. So it's not equally lifting all boats right now with this market rally. We're seeing some stocks go down a lot. Some stocks go up a crazy amount. So we're seeing a lot of 
rotations within different sectors. So mRNA, if you saw it on Monday cleanly break down, you should not be looking for calls. I mean, this should be an obvious clean break lower. So what we see is on Monday, we closed the candle at the low of the day and we broke a clean line. So that's confirmation that continuation is going to happen for this stock in that direction. So we had the previous day an inside candle at support and then the next day we broke that inside candle setup and then printed the whole day lower. So if you're looking at mRNA and you're bullish after Monday, you're misinterpreting the charts because you had two days of continuation down to 164. So that's about a 14 or 15 point move, total printer if you knew how to play it. So again, that pattern didn't work out. We're gonna look for the new three patterns here. I'm gonna show you why I like them, teach you the technicals, and hopefully you'll pick up stuff along the way to be the best trader you can be. First thing is AT&T, full disclaimer, I am in this within the trading within our trading group. So if you want to try that out, 15 days, hit the link below. But AT&T right now is at a clean supply zone. So this is something like mRNA, but it's underneath the supply zone. So we know it's confirmed that it has sellers above it, and the sellers are actually making that push now lower with that Friday candle. So that just like mRNA, we pushed all the way through on Monday to the low of the day, close the day at the low, just like AT&T. Push all the day lower Friday, close Friday at the low. My favorite strategy is playing momentum off a Friday candle. If you can close a Friday candle at the low of the day, that's the best way to get a gap down, next week continuation, and possibly more. I like this setup because we have a gap fill at 19.10, and I love playing gap fills with that momentum push going with it. So this is a really nice play for a push down to 1850, 1918, all those numbers. So AT&T, we have a 30 day out option. And if you just look at risk to reward, you got like the 19 strike calls costing $20. If they move 50% or 50 cents, you make almost 80%. So if they move a dollar, AT&T moves a dollar like to 1880, you'll make 120, 150%. So AT&T puts look very tasty and we have plenty of room lower. So if you haven't yet, we are starting a live Zoom class for four hours where I'm gonna teach you how to master technical analysis like I'm teaching in all of my videos for Sunday. So if you wanna be one of the 100 lucky traders to learn with me, be sure to grab that four-hour seat, and we'll be starting on March 12th. So link below, and I'd love to have you. Next play is Netflix. So Netflix, this is an interesting setup because I'm not doing long options. I'm gonna show you something different today because a lot of my plays have been taking an extra week to go lately. It's been taking a little bit longer than I've thought. So we're gonna use that to our advantage and sell options with great technical patterns. So Netflix right here, just like AT&T, clean level for supply. So that's where all the sellers are pegged at is 380 for Netflix. And if we can use that 380 level with a call credit spread, that would be considered a bearish play. So as long as we stay underneath the 380 level, we're gonna collect the full profit on this trade. So let me explain this. So this would be you would sell a call at 380 
and you would buy a call at 390. This allows you to collect the premium in the middle. So that's going to be $320 profit and your max loss is 680. So if this trade goes to like 386, I believe, 386 would be a max loss or 383. And that's where you would lose all your money. But if this trade stays underneath 383, you make profit. You can see from this risk to reward profile here that the break even point at expiration is around 383. And so if you can just hold this trade and Netflix doesn't move, if it just holds whatever level it's at now, 367, every day you're collecting about 3 to 2% on your premium. So in about, let's say, 15 days, that's going to be 30% collected of $320, which is, uh, I think, about 130 bucks. So that's not bad for a play you don't have to watch, you don't have to manage. These are my favorite setups in the Discord right now that have an 85% win rate is spreads. And then last play before I go over the overall markets that you don't want to miss is XPEV. So we're seeing a lot of weakness in the EV sector, especially the Chinese EV companies. A lot of the Chinese stocks in general are tanking hard. XPEV right here, very clean channel. And the best part is whenever we touch tops of channels, we fall off the channel pretty aggressively. So it's a swift move lower. So one candle here and then drop and then slow drop to the bottom. So it's basically $10 to eight. And then over here, we went from 12 bucks to $9 in let's say 10 days. So XPEV, very cheap stock. You can go far out with this option chain because it's so cheap and the risk to reward will still be there. But just a 14 day out option, what we're seeing for puts is risk to reward wise. If we have the $10 strike here, if it moves $1 to the 11, that's going to be a 100% return. So I want to find plays that have that 100% minimum or else it doesn't make sense for me to take it. So XPEV right here, we need this to move to 950. I believe that's going to come in one to two days. So be prepared. I like this setup a lot. And if this doesn't move right away, guess what you can do? <laughs> a call credit spread. Who said it? Congratulations. You can do a call credit spread at the 11 buck level because that's where the channel resistance is. At that level, the sellers are. So we can collect money every single day with a call credit spread. And that's the beauty of not timing the market. You don't have to be at the exact right entry and the exact right exit on these plays. If you have a busy life, that is the best style for the traders out there. So now let's go over overall market and just show you what's happening. Well, let's take that down. We already did our laptop giveaway. Congratulations to the trader that won it. All right, so right here we have SPY, and you can see very strong candle after the Fed day, but we have an inverted hammer that sold off literally the whole day on Friday, so very weak move. Unfortunately, this is a push outside this major channel for SPY. So this is telling me that this move looks like a false break or it looks like a move that's going to retrace back down to the channel support because we have on the high time frame that Friday sell-off creating a weekly wick, a weekly wick, and that's too big of a wick. You don't want to see big wicks in the market. 
I like big wicks and I cannot lie, but I don't like that wick because then we're going to see a lot of selling right now. And after the wick here, big selling. After the wick here, big selling. After the wick here, another one, and then big selling. So we typically see sell-offs after a candle with like a 40 to, let's say, 30% wick. So we can measure off the, the candle here. This one ran about $16, and seven of that was the wick. So again, about 30-ish percent of the candle. It's too much. So the bears are in control going into the next week. So what we could see is a very similar right here. We see that double wick inside candle tweezer top setup, and then a sell-off. So that's what we could see here, and then a sell-off back down. So that is just what I'm seeing on the SPY, but we're seeing total weakness, or at least too much capitulation in everything else. So tech, we called this breakout on the last Sunday picks, or two Sunday picks ago, and it's very hard to call a big pattern breakout, so let's give us some credit, because that was insane, and you actually got plenty of continuation off that, but we're seeing tech way too hot. Like stocks like Meta just had earnings. This stock was up 30% on earnings. So like I showed you with Netflix, way too hot. So Meta right here, big seller level, way at the 207 level, and we're pretty close to it. So we're seeing a lot of the, the big name stocks getting close to their big time selling levels like Netflix, like I showed you. These stocks are what we call mega cap stocks. They have a lot of money, a lot of market cap. They control a lot of jobs. So where they go really moves a lot of the market. Same with Apple. Um, Apple, again, very strong stock, solid earnings, but right into that double top. So we're seeing a lot of tops. And look at Amazon. Amazon did not even cross and hold that 104 or 5 level. So Amazon sold off hard after earnings, but ran up massively the day before it. So we're seeing a lot of stocks add their huge resistances. And so let's look at ARC. This is the growth sector. And so ARC again, major wick. And then this is where all the sellers were at in 2022 was that $45 level for ARC. So again, $45 controlling ARC aggressively. So we look at SPY, it doesn't look great. Triple Qs doesn't look great. IWM doesn't look great. So this is gonna be your, your growth ETF basically. And that's going to be a lot of resistance too. that 200 level. Just think about the mental roundness and the mentalness of a $200 selling level, buying level. That's where all the action is going to be. So we sold off pretty hard on IWM from that. And then lastly, Dow Jones, very tight with this triangle consolidation. So this is a sector that I think money's going to come into still. All these stocks pretty beaten down despite the market running. So money shifts back into value. I think we see a breakout on Dow stocks over the next like two to five weeks. So we got to watch this triangle to see which way it breaks, but my guess is going to be higher. And lastly, what I want to show you is some more evidence that the market is going to have a hard time moving higher. So right here is the SQQQ, and this is your short triple Q ETF, which is three times leverage. So when the ETF of triple Q goes down 3%, this ETF goes up 
9%. You should make money in a bear market with this ETF. But this is the ultimate level for a bounce, is that 33 level. That's where we bounced in the past and 100%ed. This ETF went wild. We're at this level yet again, probably going to bounce. We see a double candle here at that level and then that massive hammer inside candle on Friday. So we could see a, sh a slight rally. I don't know if this is going to last more than three to five days, this rally, but the market is going to have some weakness, especially given how much support is at this triple Q level. So again, the market has too many signs that we're going to see continued pull pulling back or pullbacks, continued pullbacks. And it's not going to look good over the next, I'd say, five to seven days. And lastly, I'm very short on Bitcoin. And Bitcoin is absolutely getting demolished right now as we are hitting that 24K level and we are getting that massive, again, you know, it's a 60% wick candle. And then boom, sell, sell, sell. We don't really break over the highs of those previous candles. And now we are crushing the lows. So Bitcoin changes candles on Sunday. And so we're going to have a new Sunday candle on Bitcoin here. And what we're seeing is almost an engulfing candle. So if Bitcoin sells off any more in the next five hours, we could have an engulfing candle under like 24, 22K and $400. And that would lead to continuation lower the very next week. So Bitcoin not liking the selling into Sunday. So the, the moves on Bitcoin typically happen Sunday to Monday. There's a lot of movements that are massive in that Sunday to Monday transition. So there's new weekly candles, there's new daily candles, and then the stock market opens on Monday. So I think Bitcoin kind of saves the moves for those days. So that's really all I got. Again, if you want to attend that four-hour technical analysis masterclass, be sure to hit the link below. I'm only bringing in 100 students, and I hope you're going to be one of them. And we're going to be discounting the first tickets that people are going to be buying by 80%. So if you want that discount, hit the link below. I'll see you on the next one. And I'm going to put out a video to the right of me on me trading with the bot this week, creating $50 per day of passive income. You won't want to miss that video. Peace out. See you on the next one.